Rose. It's the funding CEO, Meta Marvin. Uh, yeah, guys, you know, it just had to be a little bit flexible tonight. Had a lot going on. Uh, you know, we had some uh, some things we had to change around, but uh, always come to, uh, you know, deliver uh, as promised. Uh, tonight, man, I got a, uh, someone that's real special, a uh, good friend of mine, been, uh, been friends of mine, and we've been real close pioneering on the entertainment side when I had Whistle Secret Tickets. Uh, you know, pretty much more, they called it the Black Ticket Master on the other side, doing concerts, festivals, and stuff all over the place. And, uh, you know, and uh, me and him, uh, you know, we put some, it was close to putting some major deals together. And it came so close on some other stuff. But, uh, you know, time was of essence. We stayed in contact. It was always been 100. And, uh, you know, I know his heart. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's had a, he's, you know, he, he's had a, uh, a upbringing that was sort of similar to, you know, via, I would say even via mine in another perspective, but, uh, you know, don't get it twisted. You know, he's, 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 he's probably one of the most diversified people you ever meet in your life. Um, and, uh, he, he don't sugarcoat nothing. He keep it 100. And that's what I love about him. I don't like people digging around and talking about stuff that, that, you know, they have no knowledge and no experience of. So you about to get the full throttle of what people know as, as more of being me, being a veteran, being Desert Storm vet, um, you know, anybody that's been cordial and, and open to that or been in what I'm understanding, what what war is all about and what dramatizes us and what we put ourselves out there on the front line for. Uh, and they can come with something that comes from the earth, comes from God, it can come up with the things that can really remedy with what's going on, I'm with it. You see what I'm saying? So it's nothing that we're talking about that's too far-fetched. It's already here. But he's in the, he's a catalyst of what that is. So for me, guys, funding credit, I always have to go back. What we do, we do a deaf credit, business credit. Um, we do trade lines, enhancement programs. Uh, we do, you know, of course, do funding and get people called for this different government funding, traditional funding, bank funding. Uh, you know, it goes on and on and on. And I've uh, been doing that ever since 2015. It's a one-stop shop. Uh, we got kiosks and, info, in, in, you know, and information desks in the malls here. And, uh, you know, just really, you know, doing a lot of marketing billboards. We got all kinds of stuff going on, guys. So we're all over the place over here. And uh, got the Funding Credit Academy. Going to be teaching kids definitely what's missing in class and what's missing in school definitely is uh, showing people how to leverage credit, tell them that they are credit, and tell them what it looks like to be credible. And just show them how to run a life based on not always running on, on the cash dollar, but uh, based on, um, you know, your EIN and, 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 and different things that comes with how you run your life. It's a lifestyle, guys. But we got somebody's got to tell them, you know, uh, before they go into college and run up their run up your credit, run the credit cards up and go into debt and not understanding how to leverage it or now maybe not even want to go to college. You know, nothing against education. I'm totally with it. But guys, you know, there's a lot of things out here now that, you know, hey, you know, you give me some experience. I go out here and shake the bushes and, you know, you're good at what you do. And, and uh, you know, that's pretty much can write your own check. You know, you get on social media and make six grand, ten grand a day. You know, you don't need no degrees. Right. But you still need to learn how to run it as a business. That's the thing. See what I'm saying? Good that. You just hustle. That's all that is. So, guys, this is the funding CEO. 
Um, definitely coming every Thursday, definitely talking about banking secrets, talking about funding, talking to bringing a lot of interesting people as I'm talking about as of tonight, um, doing business in a big way. I have a nonprofit. This brother has a nonprofit. Um, he's going to tell you a little bit about his background, what he's done um, and what where he sees it and the problems that he's solving. Those are real entrepreneurs, guys. Don't matter what you're doing. As long as it's something that you're doing that is solving problems, then people are going to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's now or in the future, people are going to pay for it. His name is Big Jake. His mom is, uh, is he, he, he don't, he, now, by color, he don't look like my brother, but he is. He is me all day, all day. <laughs> Bring my man on, Big Jake. What's going on, What bro? up, brother? Uh, being That's blessed. Up. How you What's doing, up? Bubba? Oh, blessed, man. Blessed, man. Hey. Hey, Big Jake, is that because you 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 you're like six six something six something man? And, and, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that I, I that I think it may be because I'm six six three eighty, but we'll Good. we'll see. <laughs> so you, yes, sir. Hey, you know, I, I, I told I told him I told him I had some bodyguards. They didn't believe me, bro. I told him. I told him. I got them all over the country. <laughs> you know, yeah. you never know. You don't never know what you run into until you run into something. So Whoa, there you go. There you go, my man, my man, my man. Well, I was telling so, man, it was unique how we met, man. We sort of met through a uh, you know direct contact, and uh, you know I got to know you, man. You was very knowledgeable at that time. Pretty much built, uh, you know, that company pretty much all the way up to really getting some big stake in the game. Uh, you know, sometimes things go this way, that way. And the same thing happened with the business that well, the, uh, the ticketing company that I was working with when I went ahead and created my own. But I was telling them how we stayed in contact, man. But tell them how you how that all started. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, real what, what what what's a real trip is like for you and I. You we came together when I was the chief operations officer over at Conquer Entertainment inside of Shop.com. Yeah, and you know they engage 187,000 uh, sales team that broker over 51 million products to over five, 10 million customers. I don't know where they're at today. Yeah, um, but we were looking at you were we're looking at a ticketing solution for empowering independent musicians to remain independent and be able to bring their own shows and their own product to market was where we had found ourselves, and it just uh, like you said, timing's everything when it comes yeah. to things of this nature, but. It spun off into my love for producing events and concerts yeah. and and doing that. And, and that ended up uh, coming to where in 2015, I produced Freedom Fest in Castle Rock, Colorado. And we had A&E filmed our rally ride. We had Orange County Choppers, Sons of Anarchy was there. Um, you know, so I, I, I got to pray over 400 bikers that we rally rode with. I was at front of pack with Paul Tuttle and Joni and, and Rusty mm. Coons and them. And we rode in, we had, you know, over 150 vendors, uh, motorcycle stunt show. It was a great American shit show. It was great. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, we He's on some big shows guys. I've did some big ones, but he can match me all day. We did some big shows, man. <laughs> Some big well, shows, bro. I, I love it. I think I think it wrecked me when when you see the audience from the back of the curtain. It kind of wrecks you. You can't never look at a concert the same again. I know. And, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it feels every time, man. I'm, I'm sitting. I'm counting the rows. I'm counting the tickets, the GAs to the VI. I'm like, man, let me get out of here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, man, oh, man. always looking, always looking to put sold out across that marquee, bro. Yes. And, 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 you know, always looking for that sold out across that marquee. But um, 
what ended up doing was uh, I was approached by an individual um, and I'm not going to use this as a, as a negative, but things didn't work out with the first individual approached me during that time. They yeah. wanted a, they wanted a free booth at my concert uh, event rally. We were doing it for the American soldier network and they're not one more campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, I ended up giving them free access and entrance into the event and they were like, Oh, we would love to work with you. And then they started breaking down how they gave free cannabis to veterans. Mm-hmm. and helping to, you know, helping with uh, to mitigate their opiate dependency and alcoholism, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really resonated with that, you know, and here I am, I'm, I literally met these guys up in Cripple Creek, Colorado. I was riding a fat boy. Yeah, uh, right. And, you know, so I'm out rally riding all over, I, I you know, <laughs> we're marketing and um, turn around. And uh, so I started telling them about my collective that I had here in California Mm-hmm. and and that I had built for my mom and my dad mm-hmm. and it it was called ability enterprises and enabling the disabled with natural relief was our mantra mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so okay. he started breaking down so I came back to everybody and I said hey you know with everything that's going on all of our family that are veterans all this other stuff these veterans out here need this medicine yeah. I'm going to partner up and team up with this organization mm-hmm. well I raised a bunch of money, needless to say, things they didn't see quite fit to do what I felt was correct. So I wrote them a eat a bag of dicks letter and my attorney <laughs> signed it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And, and my attorney signed it and we was off. And so I was kind of stuck in this moment where I'm like, do I really believe in what I was just spouting? I done told my pastor I smoke weed. I done yeah. told everybody that I'm in the cannabis industry. Now, mind yeah. you, we was raised to keep your mouth shut. Right. They, they, right. They, we was to, back when Nancy Reagan was up there, don't do drugs. Yeah. My parents were like, hey, if you don't ever want to see your siblings again, go ahead and open your fat little mouths. Right. You know what right. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Go ahead, exactly. go ahead and open your trap. You ain't never see your family again. You want to see mom and dad go away? Open your mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah, back in the day, yeah, you're right about that one, bro. It was a whole different time then, man. A whole different. We didn't wear these pot T-shirts and and all this other advertising you see today. Yeah. It wasn't open about that kind of conversation. That was yeah. a very closet-based conversation mm-hmm. because it had been demified. They had they had demonized it, right. and they they scheduled it under a class one narcotic. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, fast forward a little bit and I and I come to the conclusion that I do want to go forward and I create MedVets. Right. And 2015, the end of 2015, beginning of 2016, I incorporated MedVets mm-hmm. and uh, began what we call our boots on the ground ministry. Right. Okay. And, and we originated the idea of, hey, let's work and get medicine out to veterans. Let's get free cannabis in their hands. Let's help them to mitigate their opiate dependency and and all these other things. Mm -hmm. But what I came to find was there was no efficacy in the Prop 215 days of California. So so how can you give someone cannabis that has heavy metals and all this other stuff in it who already has a chemical imbalance – and then expect them to have a positive reaction when you decarboxylate it by adding flame. Mm, right, right. Mm-hmm. So we have to have, if we're going to call it medicine, then we have to hold ourselves to a standard. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. So, 
so that was one of the first things I noticed. And then one of the things I kept realizing is like, there's no such thing as, is, you know, go hand a veteran a joint and be like, God bless you, suicide prevention. And then cannabis cured uh, the want for a suicide. That's mm. not a real thing. Right. That is some happy-go-lucky bullshit that people put out there. Right. That they they want everybody to feel good. Like, oh, we threw a, a big old pop-up event and and we made a big to-do of it. You know what happens when that when that high those endorphins wear off? Mm. Talk to them, Jake. Give them school. Put them back the, in the, the school. The, the, these veterans drop down further because there's no there's there's no continuity to your brand. There's no continuity to love of what you're doing in a community. Mm-hmm. So there has to be more. So we started looking and we said, well, what is it? And God kept putting people in our way. God kept placing people in our way that was like, well, this dude needs housing. You want to talk about something that'll make you stress out? You have all the weed in the world, but you're homeless. You're going to be stressed. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You're absolutely right about that, man. Well, I mean, the thing is, man, when I was in the military, it's like, you know, um, you know, of course, at that time, of course, everything was definitely legal. But brothers going on PTSD. You know, they was giving them all kind of over counter, you know, because I was in more of that. They call it the, the, the no bullets, invisible war. So it was all nuclear warfare and people walking into stuff. And next thing you know, they got the shakes and their eyes rolling in the back of their heads and mouth drooling. And they coming home and, uh, you know, and, and impregnating their wives and girlfriends and the babies having one arm, one leg. And, you know, uh, you know, it was just it was just a lot of. It's crazy. Yeah, All that it toxicity. Was, it, was, it was a lot of spillover, bro. It was a lot of dramatized people because it was something that we've never seen before. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was, it was like, it was no bullets. It was just like, it was, a, it was more dead people than I've seen in my whole life. And it was never, I never heard a bullet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I didn't never hear of bullets. And, uh, and I was wondering... What are we going to come back to? How are we going to be able to handle this mentally? You know, what what, what are these guys going to be able to do to get over all these PTSD and all this anxiety and all this other stuff that was going on with us, man? So, I mean, what what, what do you think for us with, 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 with the cannabis and, and it has it's got its name and the way the government has sort of put it out there on the shelves now to say, okay, quote unquote, it's legal. I mean, what do you think? What's your take on it? Well, the government have been playing games the whole time. You yeah. know what I mean? They've been they've been doing the whoopty like the the the, the magic trick on all of us. Yeah, because right. the entire time, right? They, <laughs> they, right. <laughs> they, the entire time they'd be saying what they're saying. But oh, here's the deal: if it don't have no medical value, then why the hell do you patent it? Mm, right. Mm, that's, that's if, if, there's no, if there's no medical value, then why did you medicinally patent it? I mean, I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Right. You know, right. like there, there, there are certain questions that just lead you to ask in general, right? Like, That's right. Hey, here you go. So what we found is, is that there's profit in the demonizing of cannabis. Mm. And not only is there a profit, but interesting enough, there's a specific war in that profit when they noticed the African-American and the Latino communities were absolutely engrossed through their heritage. So you really want to get down to cannabis and get back into it. We got to go back further back in, in, into the jazz days when it starts to get known. Mm, we got to go. Now, now you're talking, bro. Come on. That's what I want to hear. So this was actually, (laughs) this was actually a government play that was to go against the poor, the, the uneducated, 
mm. if you will, and the the inner city families. So you know, I grew up dirt poor. I grew up rough as shit. So we, we, we fall in that same category under poor white trash. We, we disposable just like a minority is. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Most people, most people look at me, they see I'm Casper white, right? (laughs) Right. What what they don't know is I'm Irish. I'm German. I'm Polish. I'm Cherokee. Mm -hmm. I have, I I, I have a mix of things that make up who I am. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. we all we all get too involved in labels that are inappropriate. They don't they don't have reality. There you and go. So, mm-hmm. And so and so what happens is we get to this point where there's division. Mm-hmm. There's division in communities, which then spawn greater fear. And the government has played this psychological warfare like a fiddle. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree with you on that one, man. Real talk. So like, you trying to you trying to tell me my boy Marvin got cancer, and you said take radiation, but you can't have cannabinoids. You can't have cannabis. So you mean to tell me that I'm sitting here like a grown ass man, and I could choose radiation because the government says it's okay? Mm, that's it. Oh, that's deep. Mm. We, you know, I tell everybody we was outlaws way before we was in laws. Right, and so, right. so you know what I mean. We've been doing this thing. <laughs> real talk. <laughs> right. I gotta use that one. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so you know, we 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 come to this place, and all of a sudden, people are very uniscopic. They're very much. They're like, hey, let's do something that's niche or fashionable or fun. So, I'm not right. in it. I, I'm not in it for the short play. Mm-hmm. I'm in it for a solution. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to put a. I'm not trying to put a a, a bandaid over a bullet wound. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right, I'm, I'm, right. I'm looking at this. So I'm actually in the middle of a Heroes Harvest program that mm-hmm. people can be a part of, and we've been and people can donate into. Where we already last year gave out over fifty thousand dollars in free tested cannabis medication to veterans in need. Wow, and, man, that's huge, bro. You said fifty what? Fifty thousand. Wow, man. Mm. I'm already poised as MedVets this first quarter to match that number in the first quarter of 2021. And we're doing it all through our own jarring, everything through utilizing a wet dog of a bill, Senate Senate Bill 34. Mm -hmm. And I took their crappy bill and I rode that thing like a bicycle in the hood. Like, I was (laughs) on. So, I mean, so how does that start? How, how, I mean, how hands-on are you with that whole process, though, Jake? I mean, as far as getting it to the, getting it to the, uh, to the veterans, like, where do you- boots on the ground, boots, boots on the ground, ground. Okay. boots on the ground, brother. That's what we call ourselves—a boots on the ground ministry. So, wow. I physically go make these relationships with these family farms. I know where our medicine is being cultivated. I know those relationships who are donating in to make this happen, and mm-hmm. so, but we are utilizing all different licensures of people who have come forward that are like, Hey, we believe in you. We believe in what you're doing. So we're going to donate to make sure your testing gets done. We're going to donate to make sure you got tires going to keep getting you up that mountain. You know Mm. what I mean? This is where people come in with med vets and are able to do that. But really, you know, a lot of people are about donations. Let me make it clear. Med vets isn't about your donation. Donations come. I'm actually about your enlistment. Yeah, so whether you mm-hmm. whether you as a veteran or not a veteran, you can enlist as a med vet. Mm. Okay. 
And the well, thing about it is, form, uh, Jake. Tell, tell me a little bit more. How, how does that? How could that work? Well, the deal is, is right now as it sets, really, I'm we're just making the friends. People, I got families who all identify as med vets, so the the path logic on the website hasn't the digital hasn't met the physical. And what's about to happen is there's going to be a, a med vet pledge, letting you know what we're about, what our ethos is, how we get down, what it means to be a med vet, because how are you going to be some if you don't know what it means to be it? Right. There you go. Right. Right. And then, mm-hmm. and then, and then from there. There'll be the ability to get merch, all these different things that come in with your enlistment, and to enlist is free. Mm-hmm. Just so you all know, right. it's a hundred percent free to enlist as a med vet. Okay. Okay. But the deal of it is, as you go through, whether it's through your volunteerism, I built the program so that the volunteer that had the heart to put his heart or her heart and soul on the line to do stuff could earn as much rank as somebody that was donating cash and other things. Wow. I wanted. I wanted the, the, the lowest individual to have as much stake as a med vet as the highest individual could have in doing something good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so, the thing is, Jake, like, uh, like let's take it back a, a notch. Like, based, right. on, based on your experience knowing about, uh, knowing about the, the cannabis, uh, you know, just the whole cannabis era, how it came about, how it became profitable, when did you think would was – was the best time, man, that, 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 you know, that was sort of going on with time. And I mean, not so much of the, the people that was, you know, with the entertainment aspect, but just, you remember when the block was the block and everybody would, you know, it was rules to this thing. It was like, you know, but once people started getting their hands and the government, did you, of course you was in that era, right? You know what I mean? You saw yeah, it. but that's a, yeah, but that's why we had the, the old saying, stay strapped or get clapped. Right. So, <laughs> so, so, you know, it's it, 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 you got to understand something like I remember them good old days. Right. I, I remember the trap house. Yeah. I, the, the problem is you went to the same person who's selling blow, selling mm-hmm. meth, selling mm-hmm. pills, selling E, selling whatever they were selling to yeah. get your weed because the cannabis carried the same felony as a heroin. Wow. Man, that is a huge point, bro. Man, man, oh man, oh man. Listen, man, I'm telling you, man, I've seen a lot of guys that I went up with, man, and not saying it was right or wrong, whatever, but in the government's eyes, it was wrong. Man, these guys was getting lifetime charges, man, for weed. They were getting more time from someone going out there killing killing somebody's mom, and they would get more time for weed than they would killing somebody's mom, man. I mean, it's just—it's crazy, you know. Yeah, and there's organizations out there right now that are fighting to help free those prisoners right now. I heard about stuff. They—they yeah. they even bought this one. They—they they bought this one homie a house. He got out of prison and he didn't have a pot to piss in because he, his whole life got thrown away. So they raised funding and got him a house. Wow. And like, if you're gonna do that kind of stuff, like if you you doing real things, and I can't even knock you. Like I gotta yeah. get behind you. Right. If I see you, right. if I see your money really getting there and it ain't getting eaten up in your pocket to where you're all a bunch of fatheads yeah. and, you know, like people get too too much. You don't ever see the results. Mm-hmm. That's what right. that's the biggest thing about what we're about. We're about results. We're result driven. So, right. you know, I looked at this and I said, well, how are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. Right. How are we going to how are we going to face this problem in our own way? How are we going to make our mark? Right. Mm-hmm. As med right. Beds, uh, in in our ministry. Mm-hmm. Right. We we are community based. So mm-hmm. I believe in a thing called community threading. One of my uh, mentors used to call it stone soup. Mm. 
Stone soup. Yep. <laughs> and you know, it's if you think if you look at this all like a fabric in a community, you can weave an amazing tapestry with the individuals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can get a lot of things done that not necessarily take money. Right. Right. Somebody got this, somebody got that, somebody throw in, and all of a sudden everybody doing a little bit makes a lot. Yeah, right. Exactly, bro. You're right about so, that. So I turn around and I look at this, and what we do is we go community to community. So we have launched actually our first base, mm-hmm. and we call our buildings, our, our initial building in a community, our base, because it does all the things for our members and our community and those out there that we can do. And it's in Fort Bragg, California, and we're going to be housing 10 veterans for a year, putting mm-hmm. them through what I have created, which I call a one-year life skills boot camp. Mm. This touches everything from financial literacy Mm -hmm. to PTSD treatment. There you go, brother. Put me in the house. I love that. I love that, man. I love that. So we've got to fix the deep-rooted problems. Because Mm -hmm. if you give a kid $20,000, a kid is going to act as such with it. And that $20,000 is going to go bye-bye. There's Mm -hmm. no budgeting skills. So if we can't budget our own finance... Mm-hmm. If we can't come to general logistics that we should know how to balance a checkbook, how to build credit, how to do these things so we can play the real game. Mm-hmm. Because they can't right. they ain't even on the they ain't even on the board. It's, it's like you sitting mm-hmm. here rolling dice, you trying to get out. You still trying to get your, your certain number on the dice just to get out and get in the game. Right. If you ain't got right. that stuff together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We see it every day, man. See it every so, day. So yeah. we've got to look at that. Then we got to look at the things that stop people from being able to dream. Mm-hmm. What's that? Well, if you choking out, you ain't got a roof over your head, but you want to dream and get out of it. You got that will, that want to 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 get out of your situation. Mm-hmm. Then and you take off the the worry about electricity, the worry about food, the yeah. worry about lodging, the worry mm-hmm. about heat, the mm-hmm. things that you need to get done, what you need to get done that you could hope to achieve. So we're not about how many people that we can put into a, a place. Mm-hmm. We're about how many we can make sure never come back to one. Wow. Come on, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Man. That's real. That's real, man. Problem solvers, bro. That's what I'm talking about, man. You know, you know I'm getting a picture done. Mm-hmm. You see you see around me, I have kind of a montage of mm-hmm. the of things from the cannabis industry and music right. and otherwise, right? This is my right. little... My little hidey hole, right? Got yeah, yeah. back there. Oh, yeah, that's cool, bro. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. in, my, in my office, so I got I got three daughters. Right? Okay. Yeah. So so I I use them as a good excuse to watch cartoons because I like them. Like, okay. Right. Like like the cartoon <laughs> movies, like The Incredibles and shit like that. I like all. Right. That. Yeah. And yeah. This, you know, Despicable Me. Well, back in the day. There was a, a a movie came out with Robin Williams. It was a kid cartoon called Robots. Robots. Mm-hmm. And they lived in this robot city, right? Yeah. But, right. But the, but the head cheese, the one that everybody loved and respected the very most. Yeah. Right. Yeah. His name his name was Rodney Copperbottom, and his saying was "Find a need, fill a need." And that's going to be in my executive office is going to be a picture of Rodney Copperbottom that says find a need, fill a need, because that's what it's about. Like, you just, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's what's up, bro. Well, man, hey, tell me about the event, about the, uh, the, 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 
what was that the uh, the festival the event that you had told me about, and we were going to try to get some in roots about um, that that was in California, man. It was something big. It was one of the hugest events. And we were talking about doing. So you some- were talking about we were talking about Emerald Cup. Emerald Cup. Yeah, yeah. We, we was talking about Emerald Cup, and it's one of the longest standing running outdoor cannabis uh, competitions that's evolved to include extracts and in, in other different formats where, you know, from indoor to outdoor to mix light, so on and so forth. Right. And um, and so what we had talked about was the fact that, like, listen, these events are great ways to do things. We could, they, they could be utilized. Right. But I, I felt like too many people were trying to turn them into rap shows. Right. And and it was like so much about the 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 glitz and and, and, and the glitz and the tits, right? That's what it was mm-hmm. about, glitz and tits. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and 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 they and they was out <laughs> they was out there doing this, and it, it's like it's it's a great event. It's helped us to network for years. I've been a part of it and had a booth that they've donated to us. So I give all credit to that. Like it is a blessing to get us out there and do it. But I see where during the medical days, this thing was absolutely just great as mm-hmm. far as uh, making money. They, right. they, they made a lot of money doing it. Now, yeah. most people go, okay, great. Let's make a lot of money. Making money ain't hard. Mm-hmm. Right. You can make, I can make money. It's not an end. <laughs> you got money, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is. But I've also, I, but, but hey, like, like Paul, I've been a bound and a base. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I know mm-hmm. how to trust God in all situations. There you go, bro. Mm-hmm. So, so, to me, when I say out loud, I can make a lot of money, my mind automatically go back to, we can help hella people if we make extra money. Yeah. We can do some cool, we can do some more cool shit. That's what it's so, all about, bro. That's what it's all about, man. We can be more creative, more powerful in our space and duplicate ourselves and make people, man, and help people, man. I mean, how... You know, there's one thing that I always told people, man, and uh, I get that from one of my uh, mentors. He says, Marvin, I'm going to tell you something. The worst thing that you can do for a poor person is be another one. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Because you, you, you can't, you, you, how can you help anybody when you're in the same situation that they're in? You know, love is hey, love. Hey, the body, the body can't live if the head dies. Right, exactly. There you, you know go. what I mean? Right. You know, right. I, I respect that 100%. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so to me, I'm an entrepreneur first and foremost. Yep. Yep. So I'm always an entrepreneur. So that's mm-hmm. why I look, I work with for-profit companies. Yep. I go, how can I as a nonprofit help you as a for-profit? And I'm very open. I tell my CPA straight up. I'm like, I want to be audited every single year. Mm-hmm. I want to be audited by the IRS every year. I want to pay you well for it. And I want to find out how to give them the very least amount I can give them to mess it up. <laughs> 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 Big Jay, hot to money. That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> Woo, man. I'd rather, rather pay all y'all than give it to them to go create some stupid uh, agency based on my overflow. Yeah. Like that right. ain't, we ain't, we ain't playing with that game here. Yeah, so, yeah, right. Me, yeah, when I. Hey, hey, Big Jay, Big Jay's coming by way, guys. I mean, he's three hours. I'm on the East Coast. It's my man. 
He's on the uh, he's on the West Coast. He's out in Cali. About where where about where parts you are, man? You don't have to give him the exact part, but you can tell me exactly what area in, you're in. I'm 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 right up in the Emerald Triangle, bro. I'm in the heart. Of, <laughs> I'm in the heart of the. I'm in the heart of the mecca of cannabis, bro. Well, we, 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 Emerald, right hey, there. He's in the triangle, yeah, I'm, bro. I'm, I'm right the there. I'm going up in so, there. You don't know where you're going. Don't go up. There. <laughs> Nah, yes, sir. Don't, don't yeah. show up. So I got a video. We just actually released a docu series mm. um, that we started with my production company. My production mm. company, my business partner is British, and yeah. it's called Jog On Productions. And over Britain, Jog On means Jog On. Oh, you know what I mean? Okay. Jog On, right? Yeah. right, right. <laughs> so we we created Jog On Productions, and we're in the middle of the Heroes Harvest, and so this will show me actually going through the mountains that are nicknamed Murder Mountain um, on Netflix. This wow. will show me engaging those families and what we're doing up here, right? Yeah. So right. and and I'm on the and, and I'm on the front line from the side of medical. So what's going to happen with you, Marvin? Oh, Marty, wow, bro, you, woo, go ahead, uh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead what's going to happen with you? What's going to happen with you, Marvin? Is we're going to come over to North Carolina, mm-hmm. and and we're going to as soon as medical releases, we're going to come at it knowing all the failures of multiple markets. We're going to come at this learning from the mistakes of others and being able to craft a way to absolutely capitalize on helping those over in North Carolina to get access to their medicine that they've been deprived of. Mm, that's what's up, brother. That's what's up. Big J. Real so, school real, bro. That's my man. <laughs> so <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is my, uh, my, my medical instrument. Right. <laughs> my medical instrument. That's it, uh, bro. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little Blaze One custom piece, right? Uh, so, hey man, so let me ask you something, man. How 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 vast is 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 this Emerald Point, man? Like, how how many miles are we talking about, bro? Like, we're it, talking yeah. about imagine. Hmm give you an understanding like imagine probably the actual emerald triangle is three counties deep okay okay so that is mendocino mm-hmm. humble and mm-hmm. trinity trinity okay mm-hmm. and so that's the that's the true emerald triangle mm-hmm. okay right. and then actually it's set out where now we have terroir so we have appalachia now and you understand appalachia and from your guys' side, you understand Appalachia. Mm-hmm. So Appalachia. we have, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we ha- we now have that with Emerald Triangle, Mendocino County, Humboldt County, Trinity County. You cannot claim that your cannabis comes from these regions. You cannot say Emerald Triangle. You cannot say these things upon your packaging if you ain't from our region. Wow. Mm. Wow. Right. Mm. That's what's so, up. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm in the heartbeat of cannabis globally. Globally. Wow. He didn't say it. He didn't say it. He wasn't he said nothing about domestic, did he? <laughs> he didn't say United States. He said world. Yeah, because bro. the world looks the world is doing greater research in Israel and other places in California. Mm-hmm. But all of them look to California as the godfather of cannabis. Mm. 
mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. brought the namesake, what brought all this to play, all these other things. And so then you have to get into the understanding that we have to get past the idea of what you used to get at your local dealer and begin to understand the cannabinoid system and the cannabinoid receptors in our body and how they operate. So, oh. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so for us to be able to come in and know that the market is going to come out and happen and to work with you is going to be a pleasure because we're literally going to walk in with all of the strengths of the fact that we are known not just by being cannabis, mm-hmm. but we're known by everywhere that I start a base as MedVets, that community is taken care of because of all the things we do, including cannabis. Right. There you go. Right. Yeah. I like that, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're different in this way. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to compete with Snoop Dogg and Mike Tyson, all this other stuff where they went out and hired someone one day because they got bored and had the money to do it. Right. Exactly. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because so, so my deal is, is very simple. I'm about the getting the best cannabis you can possibly get to yourself, whether you use it recreationally Mm-hmm. as they like to call it, which I don't believe there's such a thing. As, to, to me, it's like this. If you, at the end of the day, are not an alcoholic and you have a drink to relax yourself and go to sleep and you go get up to work, you don't beat your wife, you don't got any of these other problems, mm-hmm. then God bless you, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> right? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> right. like, we got no, like, like, whatever. Like, I'm not saying everybody just stop and, and this. Actually, if we go back to history of it, alcohol was listed during prohibition as medicine really Al- alcohol walked the same walk there was medicinal whiskey absolutely wow dude uh, buffalo trace what We're, buffalo trace mm-hmm. during prohibition go prohibition okay mm. yep. oh okay what's up i didn't know that man mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So when people, when, when my friends try to tell me like, oh, I'm going to stay in the black market, I go, go on TV, watch Moonshiners. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I know I used to hear about the stories of, you know, the NASCAR drivers and being able to put the, put the whiskey in the car and make them run. For, I don't know. It was something, something that came that from. Was, so NASCAR yeah. started, was built on bootleggers racing. Yeah, for fun, saying I can right. do the bootleg route faster than you. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's right. what it was all built on. And then it became circle track and all this other stuff. Originally, it was a run between counties right. because the county. Yeah, that's what yeah, back in the day. Back in the day, county cops wouldn't chase you past a line. If you got that line, you was Gucci. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's true. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. wasn't doing that. They wasn't doing that inner office communication. They got they got hip to that. Yeah, I promise. I promise you, you ain't gonna beat a radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you beat the car, but not the radio. But what so, we do? I, mean, I, I like, want to ask you something, Jake. Though, um, and I, I, there's a lot of probably um, viewers and people that's out there on, on, in North Carolina, and, and a lot of people that's viewing you being in California, right in the Emerald Point. Um, you know, and, and now from there. Uh, how does it look from the legal side? Is it is it pretty much all? Is it you know in the, like Colorado? Is it more legal in California? I'm not I'm not really hip to all the legalities there. I know it's not legal as as far as like recreation or anything like that in North Carolina. But what they're telling us, if whatever would happen, it would be South Carolina before North Carolina. So how do you see that moving over to the West Coast? Do you see us being able to? 
uh, I guess be more legalized on, on North Carolina soon or something? So, so here's what I believe. North Carolina has a beauty of having a lot of other municipalities and a lot of data because mm-hmm. they came out later. Right. So they can look at a lot of preliminary data of other communities, things that have gone on. California, yeah. we're, we're 100% rec over here. We have rec. They, they've, they've basically merged rec and medical are starting to merge right now in completion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what we get to and what we have is, is the fact that, you know, it's kind of a trip because you still got, you literally have this, um, this huge uh, market that it's hard to do anything in. Mm-hmm. Right. So legal weed is literally getting to people, right? Mm-hmm. It's getting to the consumer sometimes up to a year later. Wow. After it's been harvested. Yeah. You gotta you gotta run this thing and, and now mind you, I agree, get it done. Yeah, right. But get it done, boys and girls. Like, come on. Yeah. There's right. no reason in the world you should be smoking weed that's a year old. Yeah, right. That's it. That's right, man. That's right. Yeah, we got born. We got we got born on date on Budweiser. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Ain't that something? They do. They actually do. You don't get a beer. They do, man. I mean, that's that's interesting. Right. So to me, it's like, listen, you got a lot of people doing a lot of things. They're all going to play the games they play. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm always I'm always quality over quantity. Mm Mm-hmm. But I we are launching this year. Um, I'm launching my for-profit company, Soldiers Cannabis of California. Wow. And so Soldiers Cannabis of California does transportation, distribution, marketing, branding, and sales within cannabis. Right. Mm, that's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And then, so within that, this is allowing us to pick up the donations for mm-hmm. the veterans and get them there faster. That means the weed I'm giving out for free. Mm-hmm. That people are paying 50, 60, 70 bucks an eighth for? Yeah. My veterans are getting it faster in their hands for free than the person paying 70 bucks. Oh, wow. Like that's something? Wow, bro. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. The veterans that have come out, man, that, that, that understands what this is really about. It's not about, uh, you know, uh, abuse. It's not about none of that. This is therapeutic stuff that we're talking about, guys. You know, let's not sit up here and get caught up about, you know, oh, this right and this wrong. This is stuff that comes from Mother Earth. This is what we're talking about here. The government is really putting it out there. They make their taxing it. You know, I don't know whatever else is coming about, but you know, we gotta wise up. Whether you ready, you know, you you know, with the program or not, it's gonna happen. This is happening. People is going on. I mean, I've seen so many more people have been in, 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 in jeopardized in their life when it comes to more alcohol and all these other drugs more than just the cannabis, you know? I mean, I, re- I mean, and it's just now being able to harness that and see that with the veterans. Look at that. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Big Jake. Emerald, hey, all the way in, in California. Emerald in an Emerald Triangle, <laughs> brother. Emerald the Triangle. triangle. So, yeah, you got to get your vernacular, but this is what we call dessert weed. It's when they grow it so good that it's like a dessert, right? Uh, my boy, my boy, my boy up in the mountains over on the other side, he's up in. The, so you understand California has many mountain ranges 
mm-hmm. that have old school year years of growers in them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so what we're doing is we're actually beginning to document this journey mm-hmm. and the journey of what's actually going on and the families that really are behind this versus the cartel bullshit that's been going on in the punks. Yeah. Right. So, so, so you, you, everybody's having a hard time differentiating. Like, well, all we see is this is these guys are buying AKs and, and you know, M16s and all this other stuff. And we hear about this and all the negative. Yeah. The, you know, I mean, we've all known nobody wants to report the good stuff. Yeah. You want to report right. good, you got to report good stuff. You got to do it on your own. Yeah. And, and, and then, and then most people doing good stuff ain't trying to go report it because we ain't trying to look at it like, I don't, I don't got time to sit here and let a bunch of people tell me, yo, oh, great job. God bless you. Like, yeah, I appreciate it, but I got shit to do. Yeah. Like, come help right. me. Come yeah. help. If you believe that it's that great, come on, step up, put your money where your mouth is, tie up right. your boots, mm-hmm. let's get busy. Yeah. If you, yeah. if you feel that good about it, one way or the other, get involved. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. like, like, you know, there's a lot of love about it but to me it's like hey let's grow let's, let's grow. do these let's do these right things let's make this happen the housing is huge being mm-hmm. able to engage a community helping veterans that don't live in the house so think about it they mm-hmm. now have a resource center with med vets in their community where they can plug in and do an appointment and come plug in and we can help them get their get their benefits get all the things going through their life that they need to do even if they're not living at the base Oh, so man. it's not like it's not right. like one of the lucky 10 to get in. No, 10 people that want to take a year and retrain their brain right. can, come, can do this, mm-hmm. right? Because what you've done thus far has got you where you're at today, which means mm-hmm. we're going to have to we're going to have to expand our tool bags. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and so right now, as we look at this and, and we're doing this from the housing to the, the education side of it, to the people in the community that can come in and plug in. We're already out setting up. We volunteer at the animal shelter. We mm-hmm. we believe in pet therapy. You want to you want to you, you want to know you want to really talk about therapy. You yeah. know you wrote you wrote the thing initially. Therapy king. You want to? I, I think uh, we don't talk about suicide prevention. We talk about life promotion. Oh wow! I like that, man. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We don't we don't do homeless housing. We do opportunity housing. Opportunity. That's what I'm talking about. I like that language, man. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. so, so the thing about it is, is that, yeah, you know, people are here, they'll, they'll feel good about it, but no one's going to feel sorry for you. Mm-hmm. We're going to help you figure out what's going to get you on your feet. Wipe up your tears, boy, and we're going to move. That's what I believe in, bro. That's what I believe in, man. I'll tell you, man, like last October, man, I, I, I fed 200, and I always go back to that. I fed 200 and homeless, 200 homeless people here. In this area, man, and uh, hey, and, that's and, real. And, and, and you know, brought out, you know, we brought out the, the big, you know, brought out the big boiler and we had them with the oh, big yeah. quarters and the chickens and the and the beans and the slaw and they had all they had a good meal, man. But when I said, hey, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys free credit repair. I'm gonna get you guys cleaned up and get your credit right. Out of and I even I even told the people that was I wanted to. Um, we donated and was able to get vans to come pick them up and everything to bring them over to the office, man, and get them get them situated. Out of 250 homeless people, man, and I'm not saying this for all, but out of 250, do you know how many people showed up? Opposed to how many people gave me an email or call? It was three people gave me a call and one person showed up out of 250 people, man. 
So I was like, what, I'm like, that's what you're looking for. You, you, yeah, you, get, that, mean, you get that one, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean I, and I wasn't about the numbers. It was just amazing. It was like a mental, I don't even want to say it, bro. Like, I was like, yo, like, you know, because it was just like, I felt that I was coming to give some type of help. I felt that I had a solution there. And just for one person, and I know it, it's just that one person I could help that meant a lot to me. And I wound up helping him get a job at the hotel downtown. And he really didn't even have to really use my services. He just wanted a job. He was hungry. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I got, man. Because it's like, for me, to match my MO and the way I get down, I mean, I, listen, man, I always come with a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a solution. And then I always tell people what I done been through. And I try to give them a spiritual solution, stuff that worked for me and stuff that don't change. Because God's no respect of persons. But listen. If you if, if if you're gonna come at me weak and you ain't hungry and you don't want this man, don't even waste my time. You know, and I understand your situation, but the only way you're gonna get out of that situation, you gotta move your feet, man. And I could, you know, one person like showed up, man, and it was guy. I got him a job, man. He came up, he got his daughter, he got a baby, he got his um, he got his daughter, started living with the man, and his whole life changed, bro. So, you know. That's that's how it goes, Jake. You know, I mean, we, we put it out there for them, man. It's a, you know, they got a matches, man. Well, I'm going to tell you what, brother, you, you're absolutely right in this. And and that's why we 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 say we're a boots on the ground ministry, you know, and and it's about the the hand up, not the hand out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, you know, really, when we're looking at what's happening here and what we're getting into and what we can achieve, um, the therapy side is huge. The mm-hmm. therapy side of life promotion is huge because, you know, for me, there's a lot of things that are really therapeutic. Right. And, and this is kind of the unique thing about this. Everything that I do all stems from a place of being a big kid. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm like, this is all stuff. Sounds like I would have fun, which means I would feel better about my life and my day, which means I would be less likely to be upset enough to want to commit suicide or anything else. Right. 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 And, and, and so I like my dog. So mm-hmm. we volunteer down instead of doing a whole big old program and recreating a wheel, we volunteer in our community at the mm-hmm. animal shelters. Yeah. We go down and donate them food and stuff like that and do that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. And then, and then, um, I like fishing. Yeah. Fishing is therapeutic. So yeah. we, we do fishing therapy. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I'm connecting up with charter boats off the ocean right now where we're going to be able to take these veterans out and take them out for a free fishing trip on the ocean. Oh man, that's beautiful, bro. That's beautiful, man. That's what's and up. Then, mm-hmm. And then, and then you turn around and it's like, look, you know, uh, what what else are we looking at? And they go, okay, well, how else do we want to help as med vets? What else do we want to do? Well, we want to feed the homeless. Mm-hmm. We want to do it. So once a month, we're going to have a food truck out there feeding the homeless just across from the Coast Guard base. Oh, man. That's huge, bro. And, and, and what we're going to do is we're going to use that because we're going to use that to find cool people that really want more out of life. Mm-hmm. Now, med vets ain't necessarily saying we're the solution. Right. Okay. Right. Let, let, let me be very clear. I'm okay not being the solution. Mm-hmm. I'm okay finding you the solution and me not being it if it works yeah, out right. that way. Either way, mm-hmm. right? Either I'm not. Way. I'm not a. Mm-hmm. I'm not attached to the credit like that right. way. Right. 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 So the deal of it is, is that as we go do these things, that was a piece I said I wanted to engage. The other piece is, is that we actually are creating a uh, youth entrepreneurship program. 
Mm. And we're, we're going to be working with the middle school and the high schoolers. And I'm creating a program, and this is right now in the works of happening, that will allow a child to actually earn their own franchise food truck off of our commercial kitchen. Oh, man. Bro, you're working, brother. You're putting it out there, man. I'm telling you, see, this is the thing. This is why I wanted to sort of, you know, it, it branches off of people that feel that they know something or they they, 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 they they put something in a box and be like, oh, man, that's not. Listen, man, people do your homework before you criticize or before you try to assume or try to uh, put people in a box and say it's right or wrong. It's people out here that's doing good. that has got a heart. So you start looking at all this stuff and people, well, I told people, I'm going to tell you something. People that's out here that's really hurting and the lonely people is the people that get emotional off the wrong stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? You need to pick yourself up and start thinking of yourself as bigger and doing bigger things because you're wasting people's time. Like me, that I say, just don't waste my time because it's like, you know, a brother like me, I could go out to, uh, I go out to Big Jake. He knows all the football players. He knows all the basketball. They do, they do, they do uh, uh, retreats. He, he's, he's connected all over. I mean, he does business the way business, bro. Like, you know, he's not sitting up here, sitting on the corner, as y'all would think, if anything, thinking about cannabis, like it's something, some kind of drug deal going on. This guy's in, in he's in the laboratories. You know what I'm so saying? So this is for, vets, this man. right here is for your older demographic and, and right. even younger, right? Mm -hmm. This is the, this is medicine in right. a different way. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so I medicate with cannabis, uh, two different ways. Right. One is for, um, because I have, uh, believe it or not, I have an antisocial personality disorder that mm -hmm. I get I get real frustrated with people real easy. I have a real edge to me to where I really don't have a good filter for bullshit. And if I feel like yeah. it is, it, 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 it's hard for me. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's it. So, so this yeah. right here is out of the laboratory that I'm a partner with. Okay? Oh, it's called wow. L5 Laboratories. Mm -hmm. And L5 Laboratories actually was founded by a Navy Command Master Chief mm -hmm. um, who uh, did nuclear protocol and um, built U.S. destroyers, actually held nuclear codes off the Persian Gulf. Oh, wow. That's what's up. USS, USS Barry, DDG-52, man, the first nuclear destroyer. That was me, man. That's it. Right. You're speaking my language, brother. That's it. Mm -hmm. you, well, when you come out here, when I put you up at the base and you come out here, we put you up. That's our way of, of, of blessing you by saying, hey, listen, thank you for your service. I'm going to put you up in a penthouse that overlooks the ocean bluff at the base. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, wait, I'm, hey, hey, people, go ahead and book my ticket now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming, bro. You already know that. I'm with it. I'm with it, brother. <laughs> but it's it it, it it's a, it, But here's here's the thing. Um, he came at this specifically from the understanding, not of the psychoactive effect, but the medicinal effect. See, the body actually naturally has cannabinoid receptors. Mm -hmm. The body was built. God built the body to receive cannabinoids, and actually, you find these same these same cannabinoids are in vitamin C, vitamin E. They're all over the place, but there's never been the research allowed to be done to understand what's going on. Mm. So, so this right here is non psychoactive. You take this right now in front of God. Everybody, go right about your day. There's nothing you're going to feel about it except the relief. 
Wow. There's no, it, it's odorless, it's tasteless, but it's a full spectrum, full plant medicine. So understand something. Uh, I'm not just looking at the best cannabis in the way that you, it looks the flashiest this. I'm saying, how do we heal cancer? There you go, bro. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. How do I, how do I turn around and help someone who would come home and be an alcoholic and beat their wife and their children to mm -hmm. convert to a cannabinoid medication that helps remove those things in their life to where they actually get down on their hands, knees and play with their children because they're a blessing from God. Oh man, come on! Now you're talking. How do you, like, oh, how, how do you how do you take the grandmas that come to me in church and open up and go, Big Jake? I got all these pills, Big Jake. What you got for me? Right? Mm. I, got, I got grandmas on gummies, bud. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's, you know, That's it, though. Yeah. You know, like they they over it. They they ain't being drug tested. Nothing. They've been fed this lie, lie. from the from the mm. pharmaceutical industry. They've been lied to. And mm -hmm. so what, we, what we're doing is we're creating a path logic and a standard that's going to allow people to get well. And whether it's from simple things in, in life and whether it's just to take the edge off and for you, smoking that joint or taking that tincture is the equivalent of having a cocktail mm -hmm. or whether, whether it's all the way to the fact that you have multiple injuries or you have rheumatoid arthritis, you have, you have gout, you have all these things that they've told you medically, pharmaceutically that can never be healed. Oh, we can't help you. We can't help you. No, you can't help me. You're just trying to keep me alive till I die. Yeah, you play right. games with me. You like you yeah. let me die and shock me back to life. Mm -hmm. You are not my friend. You are a liar. You yeah. are a narcissist. Yeah. Get yeah. out of my face. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Yeah. What I want to do is get into preventative medicine. Mm -hmm. our, our, our medical advisor, Dr. William Courtney, actually is one of the renowned scientists and one of the godfathers of cannabis. Mm -hmm. And he and he talks about whole plant juicing, where you actually juice the whole plant with vegetables and you drink it as a dietary supplement to make your body well and to keep you well. Wow, dude. Man, listen. Man, hey, is there anything um, information on him? Does he have a book or somewhere that people can look him up or something like that? I, I'm going to shoot you a video to that. I'll shoot okay. you some links to some stuff. Okay. Um, like like I said, I'm going to shoot you the links to the docu-series that we're getting ready to release on our YouTube channel. Okay. Um, you know, we've been talking a bunch where we have three parts to this docu-series coming out. Mm -hmm. First one is, is uh, Outlaws to In-Laws, Heroes Harvest. Mm -hmm. It's all about the beginning of Senate Bill 34. This is this. We partnered with. Check this out. Yeah. What's that? Boveda partnered with us. Right? Oh. Right. And then we have a, our GMP group too. Orion GMP making mm -hmm. sure that we follow all good manufacturing processes. I call them our snitch group. I, I tell them. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, right. and I'm like, I'm like, y'all the ones that make sure to keep me honest, right? Like, come right. on, right. Come right. Come, uh, let's do this. I'm, I'm down, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. So, what we've done is we are continuing to get sponsors and 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 out there getting donations and stuff. But we're filming the journey, not per what the sponsors want to see. We're just filming the journey and the people that I put around me that I put on. I, I found Boveda back in the tobacco days. 
because Ooh. they were on high-end cigars and they were in the music industry. Bovida is known for your $25,000 guitars to be in the guitar cases. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they 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 a whole different international player, right? Mm-hmm. But this is what's going on, player. So I'm like, okay, I got tired of throwing tortilla shells in my weed, <laughs> and, right? <laughs> and, and orange right. peels, orange peels, and apple peels, and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Which completely and and it was to keep it moisture. Mm-hmm. Well, Bovida is what you put in there with them $150 sticks that you got with your cigars, right? Mm-hmm. So them, them good old boys with their whiskey and cigars, their yeah. humidors have Bovida in them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, so what it does is it keeps the moisture. It's a two-way humidity control pack that actually creates a monolayer of protection, which is just like a film of protection mm-hmm. that actually stops the degradation of the terpenes. So all the cannabis that we're putting out right now Uh is being packaged with Bovida because Bovida donated all of it and has been supporting us through this to make sure that our veterans get the freshest cannabis they can get. Yo, hey, when I tell y'all Big Jake is in the game, he he, he ain't the game. He's he's the coach, bro. You see what I'm saying? This is like a this is a conversation way beyond, man. So I'm trying to tell people like, you know, I got a buddy out west, man, and uh, <laughs> you know, hey, feel like you're in a feel like you're in an AA meeting. I know a guy. So so back on my thing though, Jake, like I've actually hit a whole lot of people out here and they're already, you know, investors, private bankers, people like that. They're trying to look at, you know, hey, man, you know, Marvin, have you heard anything about banks that's going to be sort of, uh, you know, get into, you know, funding, you know, cannabis businesses and things like that? Because it's not a lot of them, but they said there are a few. Have you started seeing a lot of, uh, you know, banks that's being a little bit more in partnership and, and, and accomplishing, you know, funding uh, cannabis ideas and funding? And, or is it more private? I don't I don't trust no one. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I don't even want that side. Oh, you can Dude, take that one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, bro. Like, yeah, they're saying they are, but... These motherfuckers got people back in the day, right? So yeah. people like they're like, "Oh yeah, it's medical cannabis. Put your money in the bank." They're like, "Do do 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 do." So these fools went out and put their money in the bank, right? They said, "Yank." They took it like snatching candy on Halloween, son. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so you know, um, mm-hmm. the best, the best bank I uh, that that I got is my wife. She, right. she that, that's how we we will keep it right here. Keep it right here right, right, until right, right. Now, 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 mind you, there is going to be a time, and there are self funders going to come out. Yeah, and there there are people blazing the path. But I'm going to say uh, to anyone out there that's looking at banking and cannabis to just approach with caution. Like that isn't a industry where I would feel confident putting my my trust yet. 
Yeah, and not right. to and, and not to say that there isn't one out there. If there's one out there, gets a hold of me later. God bless them because I need yeah. to find a good one. But it's not, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it it is what it is. And, yeah, it and, is what and, it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and and so we're we're all making do with the industry. But um, from the side of investors, the problem that most people are having is is that if if the people that can write you a good presentation on paper aren't the people that can grow the best weed. They're not the best extractors. They're not the, the people that can show you it all really nice and pretty on a beat on a spreadsheet and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Aren't usually your good bet because right. what they've done is they went out and they're banking on the come. A lot of people believe they can do stuff and they're like, my figures on this piece of paper said I could do this. Yeah. And, and by all rights, I should be able to, and the market's too, too young. Yeah. Right. They're, they're, they're treating it like it's a mature alcohol industry market. Yeah. And right. then it has the room to sustain itself. It's not, it's a virgining model. Right. And so what I look at with you and what we're going to do out there with, with North Carolina area and other places like you, cause I got other brothers like you, other places that are like, big Jake, what up, bro? Like, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. here. I'm struggling. Yeah. struggling. <laughs> <laughs> still rough. It's still yeah. rough. Right. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. like, you know, so the, the thing that I look at is that your medical market is something that we can actually come into knowing the end game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. your medical market won't last long and it's right. going to be a wild, it's going to be a wild west crap shoot for a lot of people. And a lot of people are going to come with a lot of great ideas. And I'm not saying someone ain't going to come up with one makes money. Right. Okay. That, that'd be, mm -hmm. it'd be asinine to think no one could ever come up with an idea. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is you're going to see more people get burnt. Mm -hmm. Right. Because mm -hmm. if we go back to the original conversation, most of the people that were getting cannabis were going to the same place they were getting their blow and their other shit from. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. This industry is full. It, it, it's a den of thieves. It's like the music game, bro. Yeah, like it's, it is. It, it, it is. You've got to know, you got to be able to effectively filter through dirt and not get faked out by fool's gold and, and fool's diamonds. Yeah. 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 And I'll be honest with you though, Jay, I believe every, every industry that I've got, even in this financial, bro, you, you gotta go through. You gotta go through them bad apples, man. It, 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 they ain't everywhere. And, you and, gotta. Uh, you gotta. You gotta everywhere. be able to. You gotta know. Like, like if you've been around the music game long enough, and somebody mm -hmm. comes spitting at you about how they want to produce your record. Mm -hmm. If you've been raped corporately at least once, yeah, one once bitten twice shy. Like right. you're like, nah, I don't think I want your three sixty deal. Yeah, right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like like you know. So you got to find the right people who are genuine with it and I, mm -hmm. and, and 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 that's the hardest part. Yeah. And the reason I grow the way I grow is because I would rather keep quality in play mm -hmm. than have I, I I don't care that I make this amount or that amount. The amount yeah. of money I make does not dictate the quality of my life. Right. So mm -hmm. So uh, where where somebody else has to make five million to be happy, mm -hmm. that you know if I make five million, I'm be happy with all the people I get to go help because I don't need five million. There ain't too much more <laughs> shit I can do. What am I gonna do? How much yeah. more? 
what am I going to do? Like try to buy myself some more happiness? I'm pretty happy right now. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, like, you know, yeah, there'll be a Harley Davidson and a boat and some other shit maybe down the road. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean Harleys are therapeutic. We call that cycle therapy. You cycle know, going, therapy. <laughs> yeah, you know, go out to the ocean. That's saltwater therapy. When you get to come out there, that's what we offer in you is some saltwater therapy. Oh, yeah. Right? I definitely, man. And listen, man, I, I definitely want to come out and fill those vibes out in, in Cali, man. And uh, and the thing is, man, to be able to be a bridge of information and, you you know, uh, what you have and be able to be a catalyst of that when it gets here. How, you know, how are we going to do this, forward. though, Martin? This is something I want you to ponder now. Since now we're talking, now we're getting real, right? Because things okay. are coming to life. So I want you to ponder this, okay? Okay. You got to remember. I was an outlaw before I was an in-law. Right. And I li- and I lived in North Carolina. Right. And I never didn't have my medicine. Okay? Wow. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I, I, y'all do whatever you want to do, but right, here, right. I'm going to make sure I get handled, right? So I don't yeah. I don't mind. I ended up but I did end up in the hood. <laughs> In yeah. North Carolina. <laughs> Matter of fact, I freaked out in Miami in the hood too. This dude, <laughs> you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I hear Hello, you, man. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna take this off because they. I just got a call that came in and then it killed my my mic thing. So, yeah. but anyway, um, you know, we, we turn around and they, they do come out and. He comes out with this little bitty bag like I was buying blow or something, right? Yeah. He was trying to charge us 60 bucks. I about lost my mind. <laughs> I still have bigger weed falls on my boot at home than that shit. You got to be fucked up. <laughs> right? Hey, man, don't come out. I forgot. Story, man. You know, you, you, you spoiled out there, brother, you know? But the thing yeah. is, um, I mean, we're about to run out of time, man. You know, what you mean, you can talk, talk. But listen, bro, tell me what the best thing that can be happening to people that want to get, like you said, um, what you're doing with MedVets, uh, you know, people that want to get into more solution-based when it comes to cannabis therapy. And, uh, you know, roll us out with something, man, you know, the next two minutes. And, uh, you know, just leave something good that we can look forward to. Everybody's trying to figure something out. Uh, you know, where should they get into it and learn a little bit more about it uh, as far as making investment and so on and so on. But based on what you've done with MedVest, man, just tell them how much help that you could be a, come on. What type of people can you help at this time? Just put it that way. Here's the deal. You know, people that are serious about getting into the industry that want to be a part of this, um, you know, they have to be ready to understand this is not something that is a cheap thing to get involved in. And so one of the things is have a reason why. If, you, if you're going to start out, have a reason why you're getting in, because if it's about the money, you're getting in for the wrong reason. Right. And it's, it's, it's kind of like getting in music. Because if you start right now, you got to have a love for the fact that it's helping someone, because if it gets rough, you're going to be worried about it from from just a financial. So it is a market that can make great amounts of money, mm-hmm. but it's going to be volatile in yeah. the medical market initially. Yeah. And ultimately what, 
I would say to each person is, is to, you know, really craft out. Do you want to be, a do you want to be this in that industry? And then from mine and your side and where I'm coming at, the people I want to help are the people that come back and that their, their why is truly that, Hey, I want to help make my community better with it. And because of it, because right now you guys got so much violence in your area that, that is attributed to cannabis, but it's not because of cannabis. Mm. It's because of the fact that you have to go to unsafe locations to get your medication. And, that's and so the fact that they're yeah, pushing you to unsafe mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. to be the first stop. Yeah. There has to be access to safe mm-hmm. access to medication. Mm-hmm. And from our side, Martin, <clears throat> how do we then empower others to be involved in it who otherwise wouldn't have a chance? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. How do we make this a tool for good and start out from that? Because there's going to be everybody that wants to come throw their twist on it. And cannabis will go fast in North Carolina. And the good old boys over there will start to create rules and laws and things that pit it to their advantage to now when they spent their whole life saying no to cannabis, they're now going to spend this part of their life turning around and making the most money in front of you and getting you on both ends of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. So if we want to make a difference then we've got to really set out to do exactly that. And so I don't start with cannabis when I go places. And right now the model that I'm building and that'll be duplicated is actually where we do the property management of helping um, whether, whether it be the city says, Hey, we have this amazing property that is, you know, sits vacant and we want you to come and bring med vets here or a individual person has something and they go, Hey, you know, we want med vets to start coming out here and helping and doing stuff. Um, When I actually show up on scene, it's because we're going to be helping people. Yeah, it's because we're going to turn around and make sure that we're doing some good stuff. And so that's the start point for me, for someone who wants to get in and says they really want to get in on the front end of the cannabis industry and do it, have definiteness of purpose, Mm -hmm. know exactly what you want. Right. So that by the time we turn around and and if I take uh, a meeting and you guys are spending your money to meet and for me to go over your business plan, Mm -hmm. then at that point, we need to make sure that you're not wasting your money. I don't want to be known for you wasting your money. Right. Right. There you go. And so if -hmm. you want to get into the industry and you want to you want to research and you want to do these things, um, depending on how much you already know, means the least the less we have to do or the less people I have to pay to find out if you can get licensed, what the rules, what the regulations are. Mm-hmm. Um, begin to educate yourself and come up with a plan of it. And then at the end of it, uh, you know, when you have that plan and you know generally where you're headed, um, we can turn around and look at it and see if it's viable. Right. Because sometimes models are going to be viable, but they're ahead of their time. Mm-hmm. And when they're ahead of their time, as much as you want to be ahead of the curve, it's just not the right time for that product to launch. And so you don't want to waste your time either. Mm. Man, well, y'all heard it, man. Y'all heard it, brother. This is the guy that, you know, have, he, he speaks fluently and, 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 and have the information and the protocol of via would be a, a, a PhD, a doctor, uh, and he comes across being so knowledgeable about from the from the A to the Z when you talk about for us therapeutic. He puts God's first. I know I know his man. I know how he loves his family. I knows how much. I mean, he has his own ministry, guys. You see what I'm saying? But you got to understand 
God is not in a point of saying, oh, you do this and you this, you're a bad person, this is a bad person. This has come from what you believe in and, and, and you know it's right because that's where it started from being right because it came from the right perspective, okay? So that's where I'm at, guys. I, I love funding credit. We're all about helping businesses. This is a business. Uh, this is my guy, Big Jake. I've been knowing him for years, so like a brother to me. Uh, and and he's in the point, man. He's up in Cali. He's making a lot of people, uh, you know, he's saving a lot of people's lives. He's putting up hotels uh, for, for med vets to be able to stay while they're going through these processes, getting them off other drugs and then medicating them with the cannabis aspect. You know, he's doing a lot of good stuff, guys. So I know it was a time that definitely sort of opened it up a little bit so you guys can understand, you know, business is business, United Snakes of America, United States of America, however you want to put it. They're going to tax it. They're going to tax it. They're going to tax it. Where you at in the game, how you want to do it, it's up to you. So this is what funding credit, this is what we're about, guys. Building businesses, always staying ahead of the curve, future thinkers, solving problems in our communities and the people around us. And this is what it's about. Funding CEO, this is your guy, Meta Marvin. Big Jake, man, I love you, man. We're going to be talking soon. And now you're going to be seeing me coming out of there, bro. I'm coming out there. Coming out there, bro. Hey, you already know, brother. Come get it. You know, we're doing it. We ain't going nowhere. All right, Come bro. get your All money. Right. You can you do your real. post. Do one of your things from the top. Do one of your funding credit things from the top so they can chill with you on top of the ocean. All right. That's what it is, brother. I got you, brother. Peace.